the Bible Study Podcast, episode 763. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Micah with chapter 4. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Chapter 4 is titled, The Mountain of the Lord, is the first section here, and then The Lord's Plan. We'll start with that first section, The Mountain of the Lord, and it goes like this. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established. As the highest of the mountains, it will be exalted above the hills, and people will stream to it. Many nations will come and say, Come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between many peoples and will settle disputes for strong nations far and wide. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war any more. Everyone will sit under their own vine and under their own fig tree, and no one will make them afraid, for the Lord Almighty has spoken. All the nations may walk in the name of their gods, but we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. If you did not figure this out, we're talking about the last days, and those are not these days, nor are they days back in Micah's time, but still to come. And definitely the hint of that, if you had any trouble figuring that out, was that there's no war, right? That war is done. We are definitely not in that time yet. And when it says the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains, that may mean figuratively, or it may mean literally. Um, I would assume figuratively that it's the highest is that that it's talking about it becoming preeminent. And think about the time, for instance, of Solomon. When Solomon was king and he governed with, at least in his early kingdom, with great wisdom, people were drawn to Israel from all over. We hear about the Queen of Sheba coming from what you think is now Ethiopia to talk to Solomon and maybe ask a question or just hear about his wisdom. That in this day, people will come to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his way. So they're coming because they are attracted. They are attracted to the wisdom that is coming from this place, as they were in the days of Solomon. The law will go out from Solomon, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between many peoples and will settle disputes for strong nations far and wide. And I think about that, that wisdom to settle those disputes, that wisdom to judge between many peoples. We saw a glimpse of that, a little glimpse of that in Solomon. And we saw what happened. We saw that people were attracted to that wisdom and that wisdom can change things. The right person in the right situation, and that may be somebody who we look up to, or maybe you or I, saying the right thing or doing the right thing in the right situation can make a difference. And in this case, we see that people are brought into the mountain of God, that disputes are settled, and that people are beating their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. And we I don't know about you. I was going to say we love that saying. I love that saying. I won't speak for you. I love that day where we don't worry about do we have enough, you know, stinger missiles or javelin missiles or tanks or bombers or jets. 
because we fear our neighbors, but instead we say, hey, I could use more plows. Hey, I could use more pruning hooks. The harvest is so great. Things are going so well that why don't we just get rid of all of those weapons of war that we don't need anymore? That sounds like a really great future. That sounds really hopeful. A day when nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. And that vision here in Micah of everyone sitting under their own vine, under their own fig tree, is that picture of people having enough, right? Not just that you have your own place, not that you have your own peaceful vine and fig tree, but that you have enough and I have enough and we don't need to be taking from our neighbors nor they from us, but that it is enough. And that is this vision of peace that we get here in Micah in those days, in those last days. And no one will make them afraid for the Lord Almighty has spoken. This is the vision that God has, and this is the direction that God is taking things, even if it does not look like it today. It certainly did not look like it in the day of Micah when Micah was saying this. And yet Micah has this vision from God of this day when we have our fig tree, when we have our own vine, when no one is afraid. We And nations may walk in the name of their gods, but we will walk in the name of our God forever and ever. We're walking towards this future. And then it goes on, the Lord's plan. In that day, declares the Lord, I will gather the lame, I will assemble the exiles, and those I have brought to grief. I will make the lame my remnant, those driven away a strong nation. The Lord will rule over them in Mount Zion from that day and forever. And for you, watchtower of the flock, stronghold of daughter Zion, the former dominion will be restored to you. Kingship will come to daughter Jerusalem. Why do you now cry aloud? Have you no king? Has your ruler perished? The pains that seize you like that of a woman in labor. Writhe in agony, daughter Zion, like a woman in labor. For now you must leave the city to camp in the open field. You will go to Babylon. There you will be rescued. There the Lord will redeem you out of the hands of your enemies. But now many nations are gathered against you. They say, let her be defiled. Let our eyes gloat over Zion. But they do not know the thoughts of the Lord. They do not understand his plan that he has gathered them like sheaves to the threshing floor. Rise and thresh, daughter Zion, for I will give you horns of iron, I will give you hooves of bronze, and you will break to pieces many nations. You will devote their ill-gotten gains to the Lord, their wealth to the Lord of all the earth. So we see in this, this plan of the Lord, right, that day that we were just talking about when everything is good, when everything is peaceful, when everyone has their own fig tree, and their own vine. But we also see that the reason God is telling us that is that there is trouble coming. He's talking to a people who he's going to drive into exile for their sin. He's driving, talking to a people who have been unfaithful. All of the things that happened in the last three chapters have still happened. And God is telling them, though, you don't think like I think. You don't see what I see because I see you going off to Babylon 
in captivity. I see you going off and everybody's set against you. I've set this up, but I also see past this. This won't be your destruction. This is part of the process. I'm sending you there. Like a woman in labor, there's more to come. A woman in labor is painful. A woman in labor is unfulfilled expectation until the birth happens. And what he's saying is there is there is good things coming. That birth of that child is wonderful, wonderful news, but it's going to be rough here for a while. Because of what you've done, I'm going to send you off, and there you will be rescued. You must leave the city to camp in an open field. There's trouble coming, but that's only a little piece of the plan. I'm going to drive away you with strong nations. I'm going to drive you away, but eventually I'm going to restore you. And when we have those difficult days where we see just a little bit of God's plan, we need to understand that he sees farther and he sees to that day that he talks about here in the prophet Micah. And he knows that there may be some tough times to get through to get there, but that God has a plan and that God is a work. And that's really, I think, the message that we need to get out of this. I think that's the message that Micah was bringing is, yes, you're going into exile. Yes, you've screwed up. You've been worshiping other gods, and we're going to deal with that. We're going to send you away, but there will be a remnant, and there is a plan, and there is a future. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have a question, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Do you want to better understand the Bible and give biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith? Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Podcast Show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of the local church. Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at lifeaudio.com.